Welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. It is Sunday, September 12th, 2021, and we just want to welcome you in. We just want to thank you for listening. Uh, We just want you to feel comfortable, feel at home. Wherever you're at, grab your coffee, your drink, your dinner, whatever, and just relax as we share the Word of God with the people of God and those that might become the people of God, hopefully. We just want to thank you again. Uh, Tonight, we are going to talk about when the plate is full. When the plate is full. And our scripture lesson is going to come from 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 through 9. And we'll read that in its entirety. And then after that, like usual, I'll give you a list of definitions. And we'll work through those. And then we'll get right into the meat of the thing that we're sharing tonight. Uh, This is something that has definitely been on my heart. And God blessed me with it. But when the plate is full, it's time for Jesus. So just know that. We'll start out with a word of prayer and then we'll read the scripture. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for these times that we are in. Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who has gone forth and shed his blood for the remission of our sins. Nothing that he did, but our sins, Lord. And we just thank you. We thank you that he was willing and he was a vessel used to give us an eternal life. Lord, we just thank you for the Holy Spirit that you left and that he left so that we could be comforted in times like these. Lord, just be with us. Be with those that are sick, shut in, those that are in nursing homes, Lord, that think they have nobody, Lord, those that are on the streets living, homeless, Lord, and those who just might be in the need of prayer. Lord, be with them. Lord, we're asking that you give them what they need, not what they want necessarily, but what they need. And Lord, we just went through 9-11, and we all know what took place. But bless those that lost loved ones. Bless this nation. Lord, change the path and the pattern the way this world is going and this nation. We need uplifting so we can lift you higher. Lord, just be right there, lead and guide, and let people follow and fall in line with you. This world is sin sick. There's sexual immorality going on. There's wickedness. And there's just nastiness in wrong places, Lord. We know that we serve a God that is able and a God that is willing. So we thank you, we bless you, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Like I stated, our scripture lesson will be 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 through 9. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 through 9. And it reads as follows. Verse 6, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Verse 7, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. And finally, verse 9. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world may the lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word now we'll move on and look at the definitions and terms that i have 
for this lesson. The first word is humble, and it means having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. The next word is may. That's expressing possibility. After that, the word is exalt, and that means to raise to a higher rank or a position of greater power. The next word is casting, and to cast, it means an act of throwing something forcefully. The next word is care, and that means to feel concern for or have an interest in, to look after and provide for, to attach importance to something. And the next word is sober. That means not affected by alcohol or not drunk. The next word is vigilant. That means keeping careful watch for possible danger or difficulties. Our next word is ad adversary. Adversary. One's opponent in a, con a contest, conflict, or dispute. And last but not least, the word affliction. And that is something that causes pain or suffering. So those words are found throughout that text and they refer to us, they refer to God, and they also refer to Satan himself, the devil, the adversary. So just take into account what those words are, what they mean while we go through this. Um, God laid it on my heart to say that when the plate is full and what just just what does that mean when the plate is full we always talk about that but what does it mean so let's just get started in this lesson and we'll go from there have you ever been to the point when you feel like enough is just enough enough is enough well recently that's how i've personally felt in my own personal life I'm just trying to be transparent with you because, and I always try to be transparent with you, but even more so right now because when my plate gets full, there's a lot of things that run through my mind and there's a lot of things that bother me that I don't tell everybody, but I just pray. Um, but I feel like enough is enough and that's when it's time to stand up to the devil. Um, many times life dishes um, dishes us so many things and sometimes it messes with us mentally physically and emotionally so it takes us out of where we're at and it puts us to the point where we're just seeking and looking and wondering but having a full plate means there's there's a lot of things there so say you're at Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner or just at a cookout and you fill your plate up you have to have enough room to consume whatever you take out or else something else will be left on that plate. Um, I used to hear my grandparents and my parents use this expression of my plate is full a lot. And I really didn't understand it at the time. And even when I thought I understood it, I was very wrong and very off. I, I, I can remember thinking back and thinking, they said my plate is full. And I'm thinking like physical food, but they're talking spiritually, mentally, emotionally, um, the things that they had to do, the things that they had to carry out and just make it 
decent for us. And when you think about it, it could be bothersome. Um, now as an adult and as an adult male who has to provide, take care of, and raise a family and juggling the storms of life at the same time, I do truly understand what they meant because there's schedules, there's things that go on, there's things that happen and things that just pop up. And sometimes we're unprepared for those, but in those times, that's when God shows up. Um, my plate recently has been so full. Uh, I just have to stop sometimes and I want to stop and just have a moment of peace. I want to have a moment to go back and recollect and think about the things that I've been through and the things that I'm about to go through. Um, and I have to give the glory to God because those things that make my plate full could have messed me up, could have put me in a place where I was homeless, I was needy, I was down, I had the wrong mental capacity, I had the wrong emotional well-being, but God supplied even in those times. Um, me personally, I just went through surgery and I'm still recovering from that. I recently returned to work at the school where I teach and help children every day. My kids return to school. Um, there's bills that have to be paid, lunches to be made or bought, school fees, practices after school, um, back to school, <laughs> uh, running here, there, being on a schedule, making sure everybody gets where they need to. Uh, on top of that, there's cooking, buying food, cleaning, laundry, pets, and many more things. The grass needs mowed, things like that. Things that I couldn't do right at the minute. And thank God for my wife, she stepped in. Thank God for my children, they stepped in. And my parents, they all helped make it through that time. But still, it's on my mind that there's things to be done and that plate just gets so full that you wonder, how am I gonna do it? When am I gonna do it? How's it gonna be done? It's definitely a lot, but God stopped me and he told me to read the same verses I just read to you in First Peter chapter five. He came to me and told me, be thankful and don't complain. Be thankful and don't complain. Many times I feel like I catch myself complaining and I'm like, God, I'm sorry because I've complained about something that I should have just been thankful for because he tells us, as I heard in our service today, to count it all joy even when we're in diverse temptations and that works out in the end is patience and that's in James chapter one. So um, he told me just quit complaining, be thankful and move forward. Uh, he also said, you know, what? you want to know why you shouldn't complain? He said, because I care. And that's stated in this text. He said, I care. I care about you. I care about your family. I care about what you're going through and I care enough that I sent my son to die on the cross and to leave the Holy Spirit to be imparted in you. So bring all your things, bring all your nastiness, bring all your deeds, bring all your burdens, bring all your cares to me. Why did he say bring them to him? Because he can take care of it all. He can take care of it all. I don't even have to lift a finger. He can do it like that when I struggle to do it. 
So he said, bring it to me. Cast all your cares on me. And for us as people, as humans, sometimes that's hard for us to do. And we should be doing it. And we try to overlook it and do it ourselves. And we're wrong. When God says, let me do it, it's time to take our hands off of it. And I've learned that. I've had to learn that. And this has been a good experience going through this surgery that slowed me down and showed me to focus more on him. Um, and then I woke up today and it's a Sunday. So I was like, man, church. And I heard a voice that came in nasty and said, don't you go. You're not to go to church. <laughs> I believe it was Satan himself or the devil, him or one of his demons or imps. But um, he kept saying it. But then a still small voice that was very calm kept saying to me, when you go, you will be blessed. When you go, you will be blessed. And that was the Holy Spirit that was imparted in me. So guess what I did? I got up. I got the kids up. I cooked for them. I fed them. I told them to get showered and clothed, brush their teeth, and we're going out the door. We went out the door. So we made it out. <laughs> Even when the devil didn't want us to, we got up. And I think he's mad because of that. And I don't really care. Um, after the surgery, I really couldn't go anywhere. So um, I was right here at home. Um, church wasn't an option to go to. I couldn't drive. They put me on restrictions. So I ended up, thankfully for our, our pastor's wife, she, her, between her and my brother, I got to watch sermons online. So I still got something out of it. Um, but there's something about being in the house of the Lord and being there today that got me giddy and joyous. Um, I didn't even worry about my full plate. My plate was still full. But God was caring and waiting on us when we got there. Um, I, I just felt the spirit and we ushered it in and we were ushered in. Um, the service today lifted my spirits and the spirits of my children. Uh, my wife had to work, but we went on. And that full plate seemingly started to feel lighter. Um, because he told me once I got there, I was going to be blessed. And I believe that. So getting in the presence of God and knowing that he cares is a serious blessing. So you got to get in his presence, whether it's at a church service, whether it's praying on your own and or just walking and praying or even just meditating on his name and on Jesus. His presence will make that full plate feel like it has air on it. It'll feel like it's been lifted. Because he said, cast all your cares on him, for he cares. And I truly believe that he cares. I'm truly blessed that I made it to his house in the service today. Um, if I'd have stayed home, I'd have ended up doing something silly, watching football, kicking back, being lazy. And God said, get up. Go be blessed. And when I got there, I'm telling you, the people at our church were blessed. We were blessed and the Lord had his way. So I'm thankful that I got up and went and didn't worry about my full plate. That full plate stayed at home. <laughs> he said, it can't go with you. Not today. So again, I'm thankful that God always shows up. 
He always keeps his promises and his word. And even when I have a full plate, when I focus on him, it doesn't even matter. He's going to take care of those things one by one. And I'm thankful for that. So let's look at these verses and then we'll be done. In verse 6 of the text, Peter tells us to be humble. So you remember that definition. Take the focus off of ourselves. He told us to be humble. That means to sit back, pipe it down, uh, just because it's not about us. It's not about us in this world. And I keep telling my kids that it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus Christ and why he went to the cross and why he loved us so much and why he shed his blood. And, and it's just so much and it fills us up. It takes the place of that full plate. So again, it's getting in God's presence and he can move you up. He can move you up with his timing. And that's what he's saying in that verse. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to bring it to him and lay it all on him. Verse 7 tells us to cast our cares on him. That means to throw our worries out, out and throw that plate to him. Give it to him. Casting is like when you're fishing. You cast it out. So cast it to God. Cast your problems to him. Why? Because he said he cares. Nobody else tells us that many times. He said he cares for us. He will be our heavy load bearer. He will take that heavy load. So trust him. When he said that he will take it, he will. And he definitely cares. So when you feel like nobody else in the world cares, trust him with it all. He cares. Then we go down to verse 8. Peter tells us to not be taken by alcohol or to be drunk, but to stay alert to be alert, to see what's going on around you. I always tell my kids, be observant. They went to a football game the other night, and I told them there's so many people there, people you know, people you don't know. So you need to be alert. You need to see what's going on around you. But Peter's talking right here, and he tells us, don't be taken by alcohol, meaning it's not needed. But you need to keep your eyes and ears open. Be alert, see and hear what's going on around you. And the reason why is because our opponent, Satan, the devil, the evil one, is seeking out who he can mess with, who he can tear into pieces, and who he can get to follow him to hell and the lake of fire. That's not us. Believers, that's not for you. It's not for me. God sent Jesus to make a way. And if we accept that free gift of salvation, that way will be our eternal life. So we live to live on. We don't live to die. We live to live on. So remember that. And in the last verse, verse 9, it's telling us to resist Satan at all cost. Resist him. And if you go back to James 4, 7, it says, resist the devil and he will flee. It says it. So resist him and to stay firm in the faith. That's our Christian faith. That's following Jesus Christ. We wouldn't be a follower and be called a Christian if it wasn't for Jesus Christ. So stand firm in the faith. Stand up for Jesus. Stand strong in Christ. Stand and face the devil. Face to face. Refuse his temptations. Tell him, get thee behind me, Satan. You have no place in my life. You have no place in my life. So boot him out. Our mom used to do something that was so funny. And I remember it. I was probably four or five years old. And we lived in this apartment. It was just me and my brothers and my parents. And she used to open the door. And we were like, what are you doing? She said, kick the devil out. Kick him out. 
We could be messing around, cutting up, acting up. She said, kick him out. Kick him out. I've done that with my kids now. It's just been something that's carried on. But at first we thought it was funny. And she was like, no, it's not a play thing. Kick that spirit out of here. He has to go. So after that, we say the name of Jesus. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. The, the demons even know his name. Satan knows his name. And when they hear his name, they tremble in fear. So call out his name. When you got a full plate, just say, Jesus, help me. Cast your cares on him. He cares. Finally, it talks about, in this verse, he reminds us that other believers in the world are going through the same types of sufferings and things that we are going to. So there's many more people than just me or just you that have a full plate. So those full plates, we need to dump them, empty them, and give them to Christ. And he'll fill them up with spiritual goodness. He said that he would reward us. We're not alone. He's there with us. He said, cast all your cares on him because he cares for us. So, believers, even if your plate's full, stand firm in the faith and stand firm in Jesus Christ. Unbelievers, this is the time to come to Jesus Christ. When your plate's full, you don't know what to do. It's hectic and you feel like there's no other way. Jesus is the way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to him, to the Father, but through him. So, stand firm in Christ. He will make a way. He said he's the way, the truth, and the life. I've said it twice now. Because he is. He is. He laid down his life so we could have life for eternity. Hallelujah. Jesus is the only way. There's not a Confucius that can do it for you. There's not a Muhammad that can do it for you. There's not this, that, or the other. They all died and didn't get back up. Jesus died and rose with all power in his hand with all power in his hands and he snatched the keys from Satan because he's that powerful and he cares for you he cares for me he cares for this world if this world would humble themselves and turn to Christ he could heal this land he could heal it like that he healed the blind he healed the sick he healed the lame to walk he go he gave those that couldn't hear hearing he could do it all. He gave wine at a party from water. And it tasted even better than what they had because it came from him, perfect. Just know he cares. Unbelievers, know he cares. Become a believer. Jesus made a way so you can be with him for eternity. Why go to the lake of fire? Why go and be in brimstone and sulfur smells and howling and gnashing, gnashing of teeth and all that foul stuff when you could be with Jesus and sit at the table and partake of the goodness of God. Why? Choose Christ today. Choose him while you still have time. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this teaching on having a full plate and casting our cares on you because you care. Lord, we hope that it is enriched and ingrained in somebody's mind, heart, and soul that they might find Jesus Christ and make him the Lord of their lives. Lord, or just even bring somebody back 
to restore their faith in you. Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for those that listen, those that share it, those that just fight through every day. Lord, let them cast their cares on you. Let them be who you want them to be. Lord, let us find our name in the Lamb's book of life. And that's when we'll know we're in. And we can be thankful and lift you up even higher and even more. And we won't have to worry about hell or a lake of fire. Lord, just be with us as we go through this week, this month, this year, Lord, the next year, until you call us home. Lord, bless us indeed. Enlarge our territory. I say that a lot because I believe in it. When you say you're going to bless us and enlarge it, Lord, you will. I'm asking a special prayer for my son, for my daughter and my other son, my wife, Lord, just my family as a whole, my extended family, my church family. Lord, those that I work with, Lord, those that I teach every day, Lord, just be a fence around them. Be what they need. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. If you didn't get anything out of that, I did. So just be blessed. Have joy, peace, and love, and hope. And follow Jesus Christ. Until the next time. God bless you, God keep you, and God love you because there's nothing you can do about it.